Hello and welcome to podcast number four in the series, The uh, Golfing Mind. Today, I want to talk a little bit about the mental game of putting. You know, putting, uh, Ben Hogan once said, is a game within a game. And it's true because it is an extraordinarily simple, yet at times complex part of the game. For most people, putting is the part of the game where they will spend most of their time. If you think of it logically, the putter is the club you'll have in your hand for more strokes that you make than any other club in the bag. And yet it's a club which people have very strange relationships with. Some players have the same putter for years and years. I think Ben Crenshaw used the same putter his whole career. Uh, other players are changing it all the time. In my research into putting and the mental game, there was a couple of things which were quite startling to me. And I'd like to share them with you. Um, the first one is that there is no right way to putt. There's no right type of putter to own, and there's no correct grip. There are basic principles as there are in the main swing, but in truth, the, uh, the putter is a club which is unique to each individual. You could take two people who've never held a golf club in their life. You could take a seven-year-old girl and an 88-year-old man. You could give them both a couple of balls and a putter and leave them for one hour on a putting green. At the end of the hour, they would be making rudimentary strokes and possibly sinking a few five and six foot putts, maybe longer. They wouldn't have found the whole experience particularly difficult or challenging. Now, if you give them a 60 degree lob wedge, a tight lie and uh, four degrees of bounce on that club, they would get nowhere in the hour. They'd have walked off after 50 minutes. So putting in itself is a very sort of easy thing to understand. So what were the things I discovered in putting? Well, there were two. Uh, well, there were many, but the two I'd like to share with you today are quite simple ones. Number one, when I ask a golfer, be it a professional or be it an amateur, be it an elite amateur or be just a, a weekend warrior, what kind of putter are you? The answer they give me is critically important because most golfers will say, oh, I'm okay. Some will say, oh, I'm not very good. Some will say, yeah, I'm, I'm a good putter. Uh, one or two would say to me, I'm a great putter. And some would say I'm a terrible putter. But the self-image they hold of themselves regards putting is incredibly important. So I, I advise all my clients and even friends and who aren't clients of mine, people I talk to, if you're ever asked the question, what kind of putter are you? Don't hesitate. Just say, I'm a great putter. Now, you may think, well, that's just not true because you're not a good putter. But we tend to move in the direction of our dominant thought. If we believe we're good putters, it will give us a little more confidence each time we step up on the green. And that confidence translates into sort of assuredness of the stroke we take. So I'm not saying you need to be delusional, but what I'm saying is don't talk yourself down. In any aspect of life and golf, don't talk yourself down. You can say, I'm pretty good and I'm hoping to get better. Or you can say, I'm a good putter, but I've struggled recently. But believe yourself to be a good putter. The other thing I discovered, which was a bit of a revelation to me, was it's one thing to look at the mind of a golfer, but it's another thing to explore the uh, statistics of putting. Now, when it came to three-foot putts, professionals make about 
3% of them or some ridiculously high statistic like that. A scratch golfer makes about 95%, a seven handicapper makes, uh, you know, less than that. But the single greatest statistic I found was professional golfers get something in the region of 90% of putts over 24 feet to within three feet. A scratch golfer is about 80%, uh, five, seven handicapper is about 76%, and a 12, 20 handicapper is about 50%. So practice your lag putting. Getting a sense of feel for long distance putting is a great way to improve your score on the golf course to get your handicap down. It's the one part of the game where anybody can improve, yet so few of us do. So few of us spend time practicing, and I'll come on to practice in another podcast. So the two sort of takeaways I want you to think about are, number one, think of yourself as a good putter. Even if you're going through a bad phase, don't think of yourself as a bad putter because it just damages your self-image. So when you step in the green, if you think you're a bad putter, your expectations are a bad putt. If you believe yourself to be a good putter, your expectations will be a good putt. And secondly, lag putts. The long distance putts are the putts which are going to show you the fastest results. And that's not according to my beliefs, it's according to statistical analysis. And you can't argue with statistics, I've been told by wiser people than me. Anyway, that's it for this podcast. I uh, look forward to uh, sharing time with you on the next one. But until then, look after yourself, take care and happy putting, you good putters, you. (laughs) 